Chapter forty three of the Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter forty three The House at Auteuil. Monte Cristo noticed, as they descended the staircase, that Bertuccio signed himself in the Corsican manner, that is, had formed the sign of the cross in the air with his thumb, and as he seated himself in the carriage, muttered a short prayer. Any one but a man of exhaustless thirst for knowledge would have had pity on seeing the steward's extraordinary repugnance for the Count's projected drive without the walls, but the Count was too curious to let Bertuccio off from this little journey. In twenty minutes they were at Auteuil. The steward's emotion had continued to augment as they entered the village. Bertuccio, crouched in the corner of the carriage, began to examine with a feverish anxiety every house they passed. "'Tell them to stop at the Rue de la Fontaine, numero vingt said the Count, fixing his eyes on the steward to whom he gave this order. Bertuccio's forehead was covered with perspiration. However, he obeyed, and leaning out of the window he cried to the coachman, "'Rue de la Fontaine, numero vingt number twenty eight was situated at the extremity of the village during the drive night had set in and darkness gave the surroundings the artificial appearance of a scene on the stage the carriage stopped the footman sprang off the box and opened the door well said the count you do not get out monsieur bertuccio you are going to stay in the carriage then what are you thinking of this evening bertuccio sprang out and offered his shoulder to the count who this time leaned upon it as he descended the three steps of the carriage knock said the count and announce me bertuccio knocked the door opened and the concierge appeared what is it asked he it is your new master my good fellow said the footman and he held out to the concierge the notary's order the house is sold then demanded the concierge and this gentleman is coming to live here yes my friend returned the count and i will endeavour to give you no cause to regret your old master oh monsieur said the concierge i shall not have much cause to regret him for he came here but seldom it is five years since he was here last and he did well to sell the house for it did not bring him in anything at all what was the name of your old master said monte cristo the marquis of st Maron. ah i am sure he has not sold the house for what he gave for it the marquis of st Maron, returned the count the name is not unknown to me the marquis of st Maron, and he appeared to meditate an old gentleman continued the concierge a staunch follower of the bourbon he had an only daughter who married monsieur de villefort who had been the king's attorney at nîmes and afterwards at versailles monte cristo glanced at bertuccio who became whiter than the wall against which he leaned to prevent himself from falling and is not this daughter dead demanded monte cristo i fancy i have heard so yes monsieur one and twenty years ago and since then we have not seen the poor marquis three times thanks thanks said monte cristo judging from the steward's utter prostration that he could not stretch the cord further without danger of breaking it give me a light shall i accompany you monsieur 
"'No, it is unnecessary. Bertuccio will show me a light.' And Monte Cristo accompanied these words by the gift of two gold pieces, which produced a torrent of thanks and blessings from the concierge. "'Ah, monsieur,' said he, after having vainly searched on the mantelpiece and the shelves, "'I have not got any candles.' "'Take one of the carriage lamps, Bertuccio,' said the Count, "'and show me the apartments.' The steward obeyed in silence, but it was easy to see, from the manner in which the hand that held the light trembled, how much it cost him to obey. They went over a tolerably large ground floor. A second floor consisted of a salon, a bathroom, and two bedrooms. Near one of the bedrooms they came to a winding staircase that led down to the garden. "'Ah, here is a private staircase,' said the Count. "'That is convenient.' light me monsieur bertuccio it leads to the garden and pray how do you know that it ought to do so at least well let us be sure of that bertuccio sighed and went on first the stairs did indeed lead to the garden at the outer door the steward paused go on monsieur bertuccio said the count but he who was addressed stood there stupefied bewildered stunned his haggard eyes glanced around as if in search of the traces of some terrible event and with his clinched hands he seemed striving to shut out horrible recollections well insisted the count no no cried bertuccio settling down the lantern at the angle of the interior wall no monsieur it is impossible i can go no further what does this mean demanded the irresistible voice of monte cristo why you must see your excellency cried the steward that this is not natural that having a house to purchase you purchase it exactly at auteuil and that purchasing it at auteuil this house should be number twenty eight rue de la fontaine oh why did i not tell you all i am sure you would not have forced me to come i hoped your house would have been some other one than this as if there was not another house at auteuil than that of the assassination what what cried monte cristo stopping suddenly what words do you utter devil of a man corsican that you are always mysterious or superstitious come take the lantern and let us visit the garden you are not afraid of ghosts with me i hope bertuccio raised the lantern and obeyed the door as it opened disclosed a gloomy sky in which the moon strove vainly to struggle through a sea of clouds that covered her with billows of vapour which she illumined for an instant only to sink into obscurity the steward wished to turn to the left no no monsieur said monte cristo what is the use of following the alleys here is a beautiful lawn let us go on straight forwards bertuccio wiped the perspiration from his brow but obeyed however he continued to take the left hand monte cristo on the contrary took the right hand arrived near a clump of trees he stopped the steward could not restrain himself more monsieur move away i entreat you you are exactly on the spot what spot where he fell my dear monsieur bertuccio said monte cristo laughing control yourself we are not at sartene or at corte this is not the corsican arbor but an english garden 
badly kept i own but still you must not calumniate it for that monsieur i implore you do not stay here i think you are going mad bertuccio said the count coldly if that is the case i warn you i shall have you put in a lunatic asylum alas excellency returned bertuccio joining his hands and shaking his head in a manner that would have excited the count's laughter had not thoughts of a superior interest occupied him and rendered him attentive to the least revelation of this timorous conscience alas excellency the evil has arrived monsieur bertuccio said the count i am very glad to tell you that while you gesticulate you wring your hands and roll your eyes like a man possessed by a devil who will not leave him and i have always observed that the devil most obstinate to be expelled is a secret i knew you were a corsican i knew you were gloomy and always brooding over some old history of the vendetta and i overlooked that in italy because in italy those things are thought nothing of but in france they are considered in very bad taste there are gendarmes who occupy themselves with such affairs judges who condemn and scaffolds which avenge bertuccio clasped his hands and as in all these evolutions he did not let fall the lantern the light showed his pale and altered countenance monte cristo examined him with the same look that at rome he had bent upon the execution of andrea and then in a tone that made a shudder pass through the veins of the poor steward the abbe busoni then told me an untruth said he when after his journey in france in eighteen twenty nine he sent you to me with a letter of recommendation in which he enumerated all your valuable qualities well i shall write to the abbe i shall hold him responsible for his protege's misconduct and i shall soon know all about this assassination only i warn you that when i reside in a country i conform to all its code and i have no wish to put myself within the compass of the french laws for your sake oh do not do that excellency i have always served you faithfully cried bertuccio in despair i have always been an honest man and as far as lay in my power i have done good i do not deny it returned the count but why are you thus agitated it is a bad sign a quiet conscience does not occasion such paleness in the cheeks and such fever in the hands of a man but your excellency replied bertuccio hesitatingly did not the abbe busoni who heard my confession in the prison at nimes tell you that i had a heavy burden upon my conscience yes but as he said you would make an excellent steward i concluded you had stolen that was all oh your excellency returned bertuccio in deep contempt or as you are a corsican that you had been unable to resist the desire of making a stiff as you call it yes my good master cried bertuccio casting himself at the count's feet it was simply vengeance nothing else i understand that but i do not understand that what it is that galvanizes you in this manner but monsieur it is very natural returned bertuccio since it was in this house that my vengeance was accomplished what my house oh your excellency it was not yours then whose then 
the Marquis de saint Meran. "'I think,' the concierge said. "'What had you to revenge on the Marquis de saint Meran? "'Oh, it was not on him, monsieur, it was on another.' "'That is strange,' returned Monte Cristo, seeming to yield to his reflections, "'that you should find yourself without any preparation in a house where the event happened that causes you so much remorse.' "'Monsieur,' said the steward, "'it is fatality, I am sure. First, you purchase a house at Auteuil. This house is the one where I have committed an assassination. You descend to the garden by the same staircase by which he descended.' you stop at the spot where he received the blow and two paces farther in the grave in which he had just buried his child this is not chance for chance in this case is too much like providence well amiable corsican let us suppose it is providence i always suppose anything people please and besides you must concede something to diseased minds come collect yourself and tell me all i have related it but once and that was to the abbe busoni such things continued bertuccio shaking his head are only related under the seal of confession then said the count i refer you to your confessor turn chartreux or trappist and relate your secrets but as for me i do not like anyone who is alarmed by such phantasmas and I do not choose that my servants should be afraid to walk in the garden of an evening. I confess I am not very desirous of a visit from the commissary of police, for in Italy justice is only paid when silent. In France she is paid only when she speaks. Pest! I thought you somewhat Corsican, a great deal smuggler, and an excellent steward, but I see you have other strings to your bow." you are no longer in my service monsieur bertuccio oh your excellency your excellency cried the steward struck with terror at this threat if that is the only reason i cannot remain in your service i will tell all for if i quit you it will only be to go to the scaffold that is different replied monte cristo but if you intend to tell an untruth reflect it were better not to speak at all no monsieur i swear to you by my hopes of salvation i will tell you all for the abbe busoni himself only knew a part of my secret but i pray you go away from that plane tree the moon is just bursting through the clouds and there standing where you do and wrapped in that cloak that conceals your figure you remind me of monsieur de villefort what cried monte cristo it was monsieur de villefort your excellency knows him the former royal attorney at nîmes yes who married the marquis of samarin's daughter yes who enjoyed the reputation of being the most severe the most upright the most rigid magistrate on the bench well monsieur said bertuccio this man with this spotless reputation well was a villain bah replied monte cristo impossible it is as i tell you oh, really said monte cristo have you proof of this i had it and you have lost it how stupid yes but by careful search it might be recovered really returned the count relate it to me 
for it begins to interest me and the count humming an air from lucia went to sit down on a bench while bertuccio followed him collecting his thoughts bertuccio remained standing before him End of chapter 43